Welcome to The Good Lawyer. This is a 2022 copyrighted podcast of the Young Lawyers Division of the State Bar of Georgia, where we discuss what makes a good lawyer. Let's get started. Welcome to The Good Lawyer. I am your host, Sari Young. Today, I am very excited to have on the show Mr. Daryl Sutton of the Sutton Law Group, LLC, and a YLD past president. Welcome to the show, Daryl. Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. Happy to have you. So uh, talk to our listeners about how you got to where you are and a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Uh, so I have been practicing in Marietta for the entirety of my career. I started at a, a good sized firm up here and was there for five years before I went into practice with a couple friends of mine. I was in a part- small partnership with them for a little less than two years and then opened the firm that I, my firm, the firm that I currently have about 13 years ago, 2010, a little more than 13 years ago, and have been here ever since. Civil, We are a civil litigation firm. I try to, when I talk to non-lawyers and they ask me what I do, I basically tell them if there's a fight, the outcome of which is measured in money, then we can handle it. That's an amazing response to that and a good way to explain what you do. Um, I know you've also had an extensive involvement with State Bar, the YLD, um, your local bars. So kind of talk to us about that path that you've taken. Yeah, sure. So I was president of the State Bar Young Lawyers Division in 2013, 2014, and obviously spent uh, the three years before that uh, in different officer roles. And then even before that was a co-editor of the newsletter for a couple of years uh, as well. And then had a a year hiatus, and then uh, due to an unusual opening in the leadership ladder for the uh, for the big bar, as as we call it in the YLD, uh, I was able to, at a point much sooner or much younger than most folks have traditionally, was able to get myself into leadership in the in the state bar, and was president of the state bar in 2019, 2020, um, and then obviously spent the the three to four years before that, working my way up to that point in various officer positions within the state bar. Uh, and then uh, in the meantime, uh, because I apparently didn't have enough to do, I was president of the Cobb County Bar Association Young Lawyers Division and also president of the Cobb County Bar Association as well. Um, and then spent a few years before each of those roles, other leadership positions within the within that bar. So how has been being involved in leadership on differing levels uh, within the legal community affected your practice of law? I mean, everything about my practice has been enhanced by the different leadership roles that I've had. When I talk to young lawyers, I tell them all the time, you, you cannot do what we do well from behind your desk. I mean, there's a portion of what we do every day that has to be done behind a desk. But in order to really do it well, to ex- to excel uh, as a lawyer, you have to do things in front of your desk, on your feet, uh, and out with other folks. I think the obvious way that it's benefited my practice is the people I've met, the connections I've made, the, the people I've been exposed to, the resources I've been exposed to, um, the different personalities I've been exposed to, the varying ways to do things that I've been exposed to, all from the people that I've met from the various leadership roles that I've had. Um, access to information and access to decision makers that you wouldn't otherwise have without knowing and having met those people. And I wouldn't have, have been able to do any of that had I not held held these various leadership roles. My practice would not exist, and it certainly wouldn't be what it is uh, without the, the exposure and the opportunities that the different leadership roles that I've held gave me. And I loved what you said 
we can't do what we do well behind our desk. And a huge part of that and the reason why the YLD is the service arm of the bar is our role in the community and our role outside of our jobs. So from your experience, whether it's in the profession or in leadership roles, what makes a good lawyer as it pertains to service? I think a good lawyer that serves. I mean, look, we, we are, by the very nature of what we do, we're serving. Uh, we have clients that we serve. I don't think you can really do that well without having sort of a servant's mentality, understanding that you're doing what you do and working for the betterment or to the service of someone else. And so I think that lends itself because of what we do by definition. I think it lends itself to lawyers being excellent servants to others. I mean, if we do it for our clients on a daily basis, then we must be inclined to be servants. And if we are, then I think that we can apply that same propensity to be, to serve to, to a broader community, uh, those other than just our clients. We have a unique skill set that other professionals don't have that we can apply and, and use well for the betterment of others within the community, both locally and statewide and nationally or internationally uh, in some instances. But also, I think that we have been given a great gift as lawyers. And I think that we, the only way that we can truly repay uh, society for the, for the privilege of being a lawyer is to, is to give back. Uh, Josh uh, Bell, who was a Wildy president a few years before me, once said that because simply by virtue of the fact that he is a lawyer, uh, he owes a debt to society that he'll never fully be able to repay in, in a very positive way. I know that phrase carries with it sometimes a negative connotation, but in a positive way. But he's going to spend every day of his career trying to repay it. Uh, and the only way to really do that is to get out and to help others and be helpful to others and to serve others. What is your favorite way to serve others, whether in the profession or outside of the profession? Yeah, so um, education is really important to me. Um, I uh grew up rather underprivileged as anybody who's read anything about my background knows. Um, and without the education that I got, the undergraduate and law school education that I received, I fear to think about where I would be. And so as a result, I, I am keenly aware of how important an education is. And I've gotten the opportunity, especially recently, to serve uh, educational institutions uh, on, on, on various boards. And that's been incredibly rewarding to me uh, to 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 be part of a a machinery, for lack of a better term, that creates other the same opportunity for folks who otherwise wouldn't have access to an education to now have access to an education and therefore access to bettering their lives has been incredibly rewarding. You know, also serving our profession has been important to me. I. I just as much as an education is responsible for everything that I've been able to accomplish and everything I have, the legal profession has been equally so. You know, everything that's important to me in my life, I can trace with one or two degrees of separation from the fact that I'm a lawyer. And so serving our profession and ensuring that that profession endures and is available to others and does so in a way that's productive to those that we serve uh, as lawyers uh, and does so in a way that's productive to society has been very important to me also. So 
Our listeners aren't just young lawyers. We have lawyers kind of across the spectrum of practice who listen to this and constantly are asking about the experiences of people who are on the show and their experiences in and out of the law. And so I know that you have been a member of Governor Kemp's Judicial Nominating Commission since 2019, I believe, right? That's right. So what has that experience been like with a connection to the legal profession or community in general? What's that been like? It's been rewarding. Uh, It's been rewarding in the sense that I've been able to play a small but essential role in ensuring that the judges of our state are qualified, competent people, um, folks uh, that um, have the skill set, the temperament, um, and have the experience to well serve the public on the bench in any of the courts that we have been responsible for recommending lawyers to the governor for. It's also been, and I, I can't help but be impressed every time we conduct a set of interviews at the quality of the lawyers in this state and the quality of the lawyers in the state who want to be judges. I cannot think of a single interview that we've had where the person who we interviewed wasn't incredibly well qualified and incredibly uh, well-intentioned and incredibly capable of being a judge. And it's rewarding to see that the quality, just rewarding to see the quality of the lawyers and the folks who want to offer themselves for public service in the state. It's been incredibly rewarding and, and interesting and fascinating to be a part of. With all that you've been involved in, I know that you have to have some favorite memories of either projects you've been involved in or something like that. Does anything come to mind? Yeah, I, um, understanding that this is a PG uh, broadcast, and I don't know that I can disclose some of my favorite memories from my from my serve my time serving, especially in the bar. I don't know. That's hard. That's that's difficult. I don't know that there was any particular signature project that I was a part of that that stands out in my mind. It's more comprehensive than that. Just knowing that the folks that who have, who are impacted by the organizations that I've been a part of as a leader or as a servant leader it is satisfying. I mean, that I think that we have left every organization that I've been a part of as a leader or otherwise has left the constituency that it serves better off. Yeah, I, I think that I was president of the bar during the first three, four months of the pandemic. Um, and that was a fascinating time. I think uh, the the things that we were able to accomplish were really important uh, to not only lawyers, but the, the folks that lawyers serve. Things that the general public might not even think about, but working with various branches of government to ensure, for example, that lawyers could uh, notarize wills and and other estate planning documents at a time when so many people were dying and didn't have those in place and needed them in place so that so that they had some control over how their estates were were divided uh, once they passed or or even have have the ability to have someone else make medical decisions for them in a circumstance where they could not have produced those documents and had that ability was was interesting i think during that time watching different branches of government work together those who are pretend, who are who were in many respects not politically aligned uh, work together at a time when that doesn't happen very often to a common good and to the accomplishment of a common good was heartwarming 
and was something that I was was proud to watch and see. Uh, it certainly it restored my faith to some extent and and how how our governments function. It was encouraging to see so many people with a common goal in mind and with a common solution in mind, even though they may not agree on much else, work together to accomplish that goal. And so much of my life has revolved around being solution oriented. And so it was also just a personally, it was a fascinating time to encounter problems that nobody, at least in the last hundred years, had encountered uh, and worked through those problems, uh, past the forest of the problems to the to the solutions. It sounds like you've had, like you said, a solution-oriented experience in the field of law. Um, but there is one thing that I don't believe you have a solution to, and that is your lifelong uh, <laughs> affiliation with the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. So yeah. how's that been? Yeah, so it, it's uh, it, it's been a love affair with misery uh, for the most part, uh, with a couple of, couple of uh, non-miserable moments uh, sprinkled in. Yeah, I, uh, it's well known that I'm a among those who know me that I'm a season ticket holder and have been for a long time and am at nearly every home game and travel to away games as well. And uh, despite the fact that they have let me down more often than they have not, uh, I'm still there, still still rooting them on and, and still a fan. I, I was in the building in Houston for the Super Bowl, and I have told folks that that was 60 minutes. That was about 30 or well, about 40 minutes of the most a joyful time of my life and also about 20 minutes of the most miserable time of my life. And yet, despite what, despite the fact that I knew how it was going to end, uh, until the very end, I still had a little bit of hope that things would turn around, but there's just, there's just certain things that you don't have any control over. Uh, and you just have to understand that you have to relinquish that control to, to somebody else. And I'm still there enjoying every minute of it, but it, it, it is definitely a time at times makes me want to bang my head against the wall. Well, we appreciate your dedication to both the profession and to the Atlanta Falcons through thick and thin. And I've enjoyed having you on this episode of the podcast. So thank you for coming on. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And as always, thank you as well to the listeners for listening. And if you enjoy our show, please rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and be sure to check out our other episodes. Until then, this is Sarah Young signing off. This podcast was created by the Young Lawyers Division of the State Bar of Georgia. It was produced, recorded, and edited by Jamie Goss. Special thanks to Ron Daniels and D. Sarah Young. Follow the YLD on social media at Georgia YLD. Call in with questions on the podcast at 404-526-8607.